0: What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today I've got for you some phenomenal stories about Kevin. It's good to be back This is actually the first video I've recorded in a couple of weeks If you didn't know I've been away on holiday in India You may not have noticed to be fair because I prepared a lot of videos in advance which you guys seem to love But we're back coming at you live day of recording This is going live one of your favorite subreddits right now stories about Kevin just people that are absolutely brain dead. I say that in a nice way, honestly, because I think they're, a lot of the time, lovely people, but just have no common sense. I mean, you've seen the title, you've seen the thumbnail if you're on YouTube. Without further ado, let's get into this one. And that's why they call me the, not just the one pump wonder, but also the one take wonder, okay. Kevina performs CPR on Roadkill. I worked with a Kavina and she drove a trashy little beta sedan. She was driving up in the mountains, rounded a corner and absolutely annihilates a deer's front end. By some miracle, she was not hurt, though her car was totaled. She gets out and sees that the deer is definitely dead. There's brain matter all over the pavement. She calls her boyfriend Kevin in tears about how bad she feels for the deer. Kevin tells her, Why don't you try CPR? You're a veterinary technician. I'm sure you can do it. Kavina hypes herself up and convinces herself this is a good idea. She starts doing the standard two-handed chest pumps and is getting nowhere because the deer is too broad and she's 5'2 and 100 pounds. This progresses to her punching the deer in the chest as hard as she can. She gets into a rhythm and starts bending the deer's head up to her face to give mouth to snout breaths. Thankfully, another driver had seen the incident, pulled over to help and was on the phone with emergency services. The driver ends the phone call, gets out of her car and tries to convince Kavina to stop swapping spit with Bambi. But Kavina is convinced that she can do this. The laws of nature be danged. Kavina's knuckles are bloody and raw from assaulting the corpse and her face is covered in blood from trying to do mouth to snot breaths. She refuses to stop until the ambulance crew arrives to check her out. The EMTs had to convince her it was a lost cause, so she would get in the ambulance. She wasn't hurt in the crash, but I'm sure they wanted to be cautious given the amount of blood that she had on her. I can't help but wonder what would have happened if it worked and that deer popped back up. Yeah, just the phenomenal start to this episode. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It wouldn't be unbelievably insane if you didn't see the deer's brain spattered, if that's even a word, all over the road. Uh, probably splattered was more more out there, but we'll go for spattered. Just the image there of a woman giving mouth to snout as OP, so phenomenally cool there on on an animal that is just so clearly dead crazy i mean look she has good intentions and that's what i said in the intro it's it's people that aren't malicious people you know she's trying to save a life and she probably feels really guilty but it's just ridiculous absolutely insane let's carry on chemistry student outs himself as a chemistry grad student at a moderately prestigious university i like most of my colleagues spent a few hours a week as a lab ta for the first year students I preferred doing the lab for students who were taking the enriched course. This gave a bit more depth than the regular course and was intended for the students who had a real interest in the subject. Unfortunately, a lot of the students were really just after a flashy item on their transcripts towards getting into something like medical school. They tended to think that they deserved a good grade because one, they were at a moderately prestigious university, two, they were taking the enriched course, and three, they were expecting to go to med school. To quote one, I don't need to cheat, I'm a med student at this uni. This despite having been caught red-handed and not yet being anywhere near med school. By any standard, a lot of these kids were pretty mediocre at best. One such student tried to hand a lab report in late, despite their having been told that the deadline was inflexible. Late report equals no report. He claimed that he'd been granted permission by the lab coordinator. I checked with her to be sure, and to my lack of surprise was told that that was BS. I chucked it back to the guy with a big fat zero written in red pen on the front page and a warning not to try anything like that again. But this guy seemed to be more than usually clueless. A few weeks after that, the students were working on a module on shapes and symmetry of molecules. They were building models using chemical tinker toys, balls and sticks to represent atoms and bonds. They were supposed to be learning about three dimensional structures, comparing them to their mirror images, seeing what happened if parts were rotated. Because some people have trouble understanding these concepts, the students were allowed to work in larger groups than their usual lab partner pairs. But this guy was by himself and appeared to just be sticking the balls and sticks together randomly, playing with the tinker toys rather than working on the module. It would have been okay if he'd been doing something related to chemical structures. I'd have encouraged creative thinking about the subject, but this was just kindergarten playing, so I thought I'd gently encourage him to get back on track. I came up to him, peered at his ball and stick structure, looked pointedly at his open lab manual, looked again at his tinker toys, then looked him in the eyes and asked, So, what are you on? He anxiously snapped back, nothing. I paused for a couple of seconds, blinking, reprocessing the situation, then asked, what exercise are you on oh um exercise three i just looked at him shook my head and walked away a couple of weeks after that he disappeared from my lab section i never saw him again i hope he didn't get into med school Ah, oh, that is a tough one that is a really tough spot you can just tell that he didn't really think about it he didn't realize that UOP were asking him it was just his his flat response to that question what are you on in terms of a drug i presume but uh no what exercise Are you one? Ah, that's just very, very tough. Opie has said actually in the comments down below that he was stoned in class. And the reason that in her opinion, he is a Kevin and I agree is that he blatantly lied about being permitted to submit his report late when it just wasn't the truth. I mean, yeah, again, I get that he's trying to get away with it, but come on, dude. Like she's obviously gonna go and ask the person that set the task. Is that legit or not? You just knew this was going to happen. Just take the out, my friend. Now for our next story about Kevin. Lunchtime Kevin. I've only just found this sub and I've been reading many stories, thinking, wow, this sounds exactly like my ex. Many years ago, I was engaged to a Kevin. we just purchased our first home and money was tight. We sat down together to try to find areas where we could save money. One of our biggest expenses was buying lunch while at work. He was spending close to $20 a day on lunch and I was spending nearly the same. We decided that I would prepare lunches for each of us to take to work. I purchased lunch bags and drink bottles and then we planned the food. He asked for ham, cheese, and tomato sandwiches. For me, I was purchasing chicken and beef for sandwiches or preparing small meals that I could put in the microwave. One thing to note, I am highly allergic to ham. Each morning, I would get up and prepare my food. Then I'd put gloves on, prepare Kevin's food, and pack it for him, and he would take it to work. Every time I asked him what he wanted, or if he wanted some of the leftover roast chicken and veg for lunch, I would get a, no thanks, just two ham, cheese, and tomato sandwiches. After a couple of months, I noticed that I'd been putting more money into our savings, but Kevin didn't seem to be saving any extra. He was a mechanic and earned less money than me, so I thought that might be it. One day, when I had the day off from work, he rang me he'd left his medication at home. So I got it and drove down to his work. I walked into the workshop. Kevin wasn't there and one of the other mechanics called out, oh look, it's Mrs. Ham, cheese and tomato. And then the mechanics all started laughing. I asked him, what does that mean? He replied, that's all Kevin ever brings in for lunch. I said, yeah, that's all he ever asked for. I ask him every day, and he only ever wants ham, cheese, and tomato. The mechanic then proceeds to tell me that every day at lunchtime, Kevin opens his lunch bag up and says, not another freaking ham, cheese, and tomato sandwich, throws it in the bin, and then walks to the shop to buy a burger, fries, some pie, and a milkshake. Kevin then arrived, holding his lunch, which he tried to hide when he saw me. I gave him his meds and then left. When I spoke to him at home that night, he explained that he didn't want to hurt my feelings and not ask for lunch. I explained to him that I was spending a lot of money on his lunch and time preparing it. He said, but you were already making your own lunch, so it's not like it costs more. I told him I was buying $20 worth of ham a week, which was 100% for him. That is $20 I could be saving from not buying it. He didn't understand and kept saying, You were already making your own lunch. There was no extra cost. I stopped making him lunches after that. Okay, well, this one is just a a real head scratcher. I mean, how can this person, this man, not understand what's going on here at all? You were already making your own lunch, therefore, there was no extra cost. I mean, can you say a sentence that's more dumb than that? Genuinely. I mean, he means this wholeheartedly and he's saying this. It's unbelievable. I don't really need to bother explaining why this is just so wrong. Also, Why wouldn't you ask for something that you want like there's so much wrong with this ask for something that you want At least then you get a bigger lunch if you're gonna go and buy a lunch anyway Why not ask for a sandwich that you actually want and then eat it? I've got so many questions that are clearly never going to be answered. So let's just move on My teacher almost had me arrested. This happened a couple of years ago when I was in school for software engineering One of my teachers, the Kavina of this story, accidentally left a USB stick in the classroom after our last lesson of the day. We didn't notice until an hour later because we were still playing games after class. When we left, we noticed it and decided to check whose it was. We plugged it into one of the school computers, not going to risk our own laptops with a random USB drive, and noticed that it was hers. It was completely full of grade sheets, old exams and the answer keys. We unplugged it and tried to find her to give it back, but she'd already gone home. The next day, we found her and handed the drive back to her. A couple of days later, on Christmas Eve, everyone involved received the following email. Dear director of our university, I would like to let you know that my computer was hacked by the following students. She then put all our names by the means of stealing my USB drive and filling it with malware. Not only are they immediately suspended from my lessons I would also like to know why I would not contact the police and have them arrested for cybercrimes. Kind regards, Kavina So naturally everyone is freaking out and that night I get no sleep Because I don't know if it's Santa who's coming down the chimney or a freaking FBI SWAT team there to arrest me Eventually Christmas break is over without us hearing anything else and we go back to school The director contacts us and sets up a meeting between everyone involved so we can talk it out. When we go to the meeting, we find that apparently the computer is now fine and she will allow us back in her class. We still had questions like what happened, but those were ignored. It wasn't so much a meeting as just an announcement. Later, we found out that one of the other teachers took a look at the hacked computer and the USB drive and found nothing out of the ordinary. So he asked her what exactly happened to make her think we hacked her PC. She told him that she plugged in the USB drive and turned on her computer, but instead of Windows, it showed a blue screen with white text that read, your files have not been touched. That apparently scared her into turning off her PC and sending that email from her phone. The other teacher thought for a minute and then quickly Googled something before showing her a picture. Did it look like this? Yes, that's exactly it. What virus did they infect my computer with? It turns out that what she saw was part of a Windows update screen. Wow. You know what? I don't know if this is necessarily a a convene. I mean, it is because she's thought that the you know it's a virus when really it's just windows updating right but this is actually the most serious one we've seen so far i mean it's actually quite serious the the accusations that she's making i agree with the title you could be arrested for that especially when she's in a position of power as the teacher over you the student that's very very dangerous obviously she's on the back foot and you know she's not sure what's going on and she probably does actually think that she's been hacked but to say that with zero justification is mad the comments down below are saying that they would expect a full written apology as it's a huge accusation without any merit and another great comment says that how was she teaching software engineering if she doesn't recognize it updates i think that's the main thing here she is just pretty dumb clearly and she probably shouldn't be teaching that anymore and now for our final story of this episode i'm pretty sure i'm a kevin as i read through these i sadly think of more ways that i'm a kevin Here are a few examples of my idiocy. When I was 14, my brother and I went through the woods in our backyard to go to a playground in the neighboring neighborhood. He took the long way back, but I was too tired, so I went back through the woods. A spider landed on me and I freaked out and realized that I was lost. I started crying and screamed help at the top of my lungs for about 10 minutes. Finally, someone came out of their house and helped me. It was a man who lived two houses down from me. I was about 15 feet from the edge of the trees and literally two houses away. When I was 15, one of my friends made Kraft mac and cheese for me for the first time, and it was amazing. I wasn't good with the stove, so I found Easy Mac. I read the directions and still did not make it right. It was inedible. Back to Stouffer's for me. When I was 16, my brother took me to dinner for his last night before going to college. We're sitting there eating dinner like normal teenagers, When mid-bite, I dropped my food. Chicken don't have fingers. What the heck am I eating? Oh my gosh. To be honest, the previous two weren't that bad. The first one wasn't that bad at all. You can always get lost when you're young. The second one, admittedly, a little bit more stupid, but that one, my word. Also at 16, I would get terribly drunk. Knowing I couldn't drive, I would have my 14-year-old friends drive my brand new car because they were too young to drink in my mind the only thing they'd ever driven were golf carts around the country club somehow there were never any wrecks okay that one is now incredibly dangerous for obvious reasons now at 30 years old my best friend of two years goes to the tanning bed so often that they offer her a job and she starts working there There's a bunch of skin cancer in my family, so I worry and want to talk to her. Jenny, you're like eight shades past my pasty butt. Are you sure you need to keep tanning? OP, you know I'm Mexican, right? No. No, I did not. First generation Mexican-American. Like, born in the US, but both parents were born and now are both back in Mexico. I just assumed she was bilingual because she was super smart. And finally, just this Christmas, I was wrapping gifts. My dog kept barking and annoying me I walked to the front of the house where she normally would be and she wasn't there and she stopped barking I went back to rapping She started barking again and I went to the back and she wasn't there and quit barking I once again went back to rapping She started barking again By now it had been 20 minutes and she was annoying me I searched the whole dang house and she was nowhere Walking through the kitchen a glimmer caught my eye she was on the back porch i have no idea how she got outside there were no doors open and she was inside when i started rapping i was home alone and every door was locked she's not allowed outside alone because she runs away the only way she got outside is by me and to this day i have no recollection of doing this that's all i've got for now but i've been a pretty big dumbass through the years okay comments down below do you think the op here is a Kevin or not? I want to give you a chance to comment before I say my opinion because I think I think this one is, is close. Because I think there are certain attributes that all Kevins have, which I'm not sure that OP has. For instance, first of all, I would say that, that Kevins on the whole are not self-aware. Whereas OP clearly is. I mean, the fact that you said from the off that you think that you're a Kevin leads me to believe that you're not going to be a Kevin because that is showing some form of common sense, which on the whole, as I said, Kevins don't have. However, when we go through the things that you have done, a lot of them, well, half of them, I'd say roughly, are very Kevin-like. I mean, the car one clearly the mexico one is not that bad but the, the chickens don't have fingers What well, i mean that is just the, the definition of a kevin the others i'm not so sure on i also don't know about the last one at all i mean you probably just forgot that you'd let the dog out or something who knows but overall yeah i want to see your thoughts i would say that the op is on the whole of kevin there are some things in here which are just mental but not as kevin like as some others that we've seen on this subreddit and it's definitely hopefully on the way to redemption anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one really hope you enjoyed it it's good to be back recording once again um yeah comment down below what do you think about the last geezer kevin or not interested to hear your thoughts if you want to see more stories about kevin's and Kavinas, then there's another episode on screen right here also linked down below in the description if you're new to the channel subscribe or follow and comment down below on your thoughts on the entirety of this episode with that being said i'll see you guys tomorrow for some more reddit stories